Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave. I'm Maria Casillas. And again, so glad that you decided to join me today. Listen, today's going to be a pretty quick episode because what I have to share with you, while it is super impactful, is actually pretty simple to explain. Stick with me and I'll tell you what that is in just a minute. But before I do that, I just want to remind you that if you have not yet subscribed to the show, it's time. So go ahead and subscribe. And if you haven't yet left a rating, I'd love if you could do that as well. So what is this fancy little secret that I have to share with you today? Well, don't be disappointed when I tell you because you might think, oh, I've heard that before. What is she pretending like that's new news for? Listen, it might not be new, but it's so impactful. And here it comes. I want you to learn how to automate paying yourself first. There are two separate things there. The most important piece is to pay yourself first and then figure out how to automate that. Now, if you're thinking, Maria, I already automate paying myself first, then you don't have to listen to the rest of this episode if you don't want to. But if you have any struggles with that, if you ask yourself right now, how could I possibly pay myself first, Maria, when I get to the end of the month and I've paid all my bills, there's like nothing left. Or, you know, I work for myself, Maria, I sell a painting or I write a piece of music and I don't even make enough to cover the cost of that. How could I possibly pay myself first? If that is you, please stick around because this is such an important topic. And it's just it's a small, small shift in mindset that will absolutely change the trajectory of where you're headed. In order to demonstrate what I'm talking about right now, I'm just going to use the very simple everyday example of toothpaste. Now, I don't know about you, but when I have a brand new tube of toothpaste, how does that look when you actually put that on your toothbrush? If you're anything like me, you make this beautiful ribbon of toothpaste and it looks like it's something straight out of a Crest or Colgate commercial. I do not get residual income from Crest or Colgate for mentioning their names, so please don't take that as a, as a hint to go out and buy that. Whatever your toothpaste brand is, you probably use more than you need to when it's the beginning of a tube. And that is totally human nature. I don't, I know for sure. I don't even know what it's called. There's actually a phenomenon that it's been named after. It's some guy who I'm sure discovered that. And uh, I just, I'm not anywhere near any notes. So I don't remember the name of who that was, but it is an actual phenomena that happens in human behavior that we tend to use up the resources that we have. So in order to demonstrate this, let's think now about what happens in your household when you are at the very end of a given toothpaste tube. Well, I'm guessing that it is something like (laughs) you take the toothpaste tube and you are putting it against the counter and you're trying to figure out every possible way to squeeze every little bit out of that tube. Not only are you trying to squeeze every little bit out of the tube, you are more than happy to use one quarter of the amount that you used at the beginning of that toothpaste tube. And it's just as effective, isn't it? That one quarter of amount of toothpaste cleans your teeth just as well as the whole ribbon that you put on your toothbrush the, at the beginning of that tube. 
you know, I'm going to digress for a second and let you know, I've heard that toothpaste doesn't actually do anything <laughs> for cleaning your teeth. It's actually the rigorous back and forth that's created with the brush, that motion and, um, and water. And that's really all it is that they actually put an agent inside toothpaste to make it foam because it creates a psychological reaction in our brains that makes us believe that it is working. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, I digress there, but I'll get back to the whole point of this. The idea here is that if you only have a little bit to work with, you figure out how to make that work and your money is no different. Yes, I just compared your paycheck to a tube of toothpaste. Listen, if you get to the point where you can say, I made $2,000 today and you're going to figure out how to live on $2,000, I'm here to tell you that if you start paying yourself first, and that's going to come in several different forms, and I'll cover that in a second. Let's say you give yourself 10% of that money, that's $200, you will be able to figure out how to live on the $1,800 that's left over. You just will. In fact, if you put $500 aside for yourself, you'd probably figure out how to live on the $1,500 as well. It's just one of those phenomena that we have. Now, I understand that you might already have certain obligations that are put in place that might change those numbers a little bit, and that would be something that we could definitely work on switching around for you. So maybe you don't start out with 10%. Maybe you start out with just $5. The idea here is to be intentional and to intentionally put money aside for yourself first before paying everybody else. It might start out with $5 and it might turn into $5,000. I don't know those numbers off the top of my head since you are a unique individual with a unique set of circumstances. But this idea of paying yourself first is not unique. It's something that absolutely everyone can and, dare I say, should do. Now, here's what I said, that paying yourself can come in lots of different forms. And so I don't want you to assume that it means that you you know, are completely wasting your money because that's not what I mean. Here are a couple of my favorite ways to pay myself first. One of them is to have an account for the golden years. Now, you're probably like, what in the world? It's just a fun way of me to talk about, quote, retirement. And the reason I don't call it retirement is because between you, me, and the fence post, I don't really want to retire. If I'm doing something that I love, why do I want to stop doing it? If it's something that's creating cash flow and income, why in the world would I decide that I should stop doing that? So I actually do talk to clients about maybe redefining what, quote, retirement, end quote, looks like. Because that just, I honestly yet have not met someone who retires and then did not go back to work because they weren't bored out of their mind. So I don't want you to get wrapped up in this idea that you have to have a certain amount of money set aside for retirement so that you can stop working and start enjoying life on a very small fraction of the amounts that you put aside while you're working your tails off. No, in fact, I would rather much see you, I'd very much rather see you start doing something that you absolutely love so that you don't have to stop. You, the, only, the only reason you're working though is because you want to work, not because you have to work. And there's a really big difference there. So anyway, I call it the golden years. You can call it whatever you want. It could be retirement. It's just that idea of saving for your future self. We all know that tomorrow is not promised for us, and so sometimes it's a little difficult to save for this this future self that we don't even know is going to be there, and yet 
if we don't take that future self into consideration, that future self is going to be really mad at you later on when when you don't have any money and you're like, um, so so what were you doing with all of that? Um, so anyway, I really like to talk about having a, a really great balance between living for today and planning for tomorrow because you just never know how long the good Lord is going to keep you on this earth. Okay, so that is one account. The other way that you can pay yourself first that doesn't really feel like a huge difference is through an HSA. Now, this is not something that a lot of people talk about, but it's something that is available and I take advantage of it. And I'm learning that there are a lot of clients who don't know what that is. They get it confused with an FSA. So I'm just going to take a minute to tell you a little bit about what it is, why it it constitutes as paying yourself first. So HSA stands for health savings account. And in order to open a health savings account, you have to have a high deductible plan. Uh, This is health insurance plan. So So if you have a high deductible health insurance plan that is eligible for an HSA, this HSA allows you to do something that I honestly think is pretty much otherwise unheard of. And that is that it gives you a triple tax advantage. So this money that you put into an HSA actually goes in before taxes are taken out of your paycheck. And then it is allowed to grow tax-free inside that account. And then as long as you use it to pay for qualifying expenses, which is basically anything that's like medical, optical, dental, you know, you name it, then it gets taken out without having any tax penalty as well. I don't know of any other product that does that. So if you are a healthy individual who very seldom goes to a doctor anyway, this is actually a really great way to put money aside for your future self because unlike an FSA, which stands for flex spending account, the the flex spending account is one that when you put money into it, it's there for the remainder of the year. And then if you don't use it, you totally lose it. So that is not what this is. And I don't want you to get confused. Do not necessarily do an FSA. This is an HSA, which is a health savings account. And if you put money in there in 2020, it will, and you don't use it, it will roll over to 2021 and then again to 2022 and so on and so forth. So you know what is really cool, you guys? If you don't have a lot of medical expenses between now and the time that you are in your golden years, you actually can use that money to pay for like your Medicare expenses. You can pay for certain premiums for COBRA with that. Um, it's just, it, and it, you can actually invest within that account. So it's just a really cool way to start putting money aside for your future self and or your current self. That's the other thing too is, I mean, I use it when we go to the doctor, I use that money. So that way, if I do get a hefty bill, I've already been putting money aside and it happens to be tax-free and so it goes farther. If you have a 25% tax bracket or tax bill, I should say, and it basically that means that for every $100 you make, you only keep 75 of it. Well, if you make $100 and you only keep 75 and then you have a $100 bill at the doctor's office, well, it's going to take you a little extra time to pay that bill, right? Because you're only getting 75% of your money. However, if you use the money from the HSA, the $100 that you made is the $100 that you get to pay. So that's just another great creative and fun way to start putting money aside and really not feel the effects because it is automated. It comes directly from your paycheck and usually out of sight, out of mind, you guys. So 
Um, so that's that. Now, another way to start paying yourself first and make that automated is to have a peace of mind fund. I've talked about this before. It is something that most people would refer to as an emergency fund. I'm just very strong of the belief that I want you to start saving for what you want, not what you want to avoid. So I want peace of mind and I would like to avoid emergencies. Uh, it's just a small shift in the way that I look at things. But I do like to put a money aside each and every month for peace of mind. And then once I have a fully funded peace of mind fund, then it kind of switches a little more to an opportunity fund. And that's, that's a whole other topic that we can talk about later. And then the final thing that I want to tell you about is to actually have money for rewarding yourself. You can call it a reward fund if that makes the most sense to you, or you can call it anything you want. But the truth of the matter is human behavior is, it, we thrive on rewards. And that's how we can stay motivated is to have some sort of reward in place. So here's the thing. If you know that having a reward in place is super important to you, and you don't have the ability to fund that reward, then it's going to feel like more, uh, more like a punishment than anything else. So I like to actually encourage people right at the very beginning of our coaching process, let's set up that reward fund. And it's very small in the beginning if you don't have a lot of wiggle room. If you have a lot of wiggle room, then we can obviously make that a little bit bigger. But again, the idea here is just to worry about intentionality. We put aside a little bit of that reward money aside so that when you complete certain tasks or when you maintain certain behaviors, you can reward yourself and it gives you a little bit of wiggle room to do that with. Now I'm looking at the time and realizing that I'm like almost 14 minutes in and here I thought this was going to be a super quick and dirty episode. So I apologize for that, for over promising that in the beginning. I guess some of these funds just brought with it a little bit of opportunity to share more information. If I did not share enough information with you or you're curious to know more because I cut it off short, please just go to chatwithmc.com. Put, I have a question in one of the subject lines. I think it allows you to write notes in there when you when you schedule one of the icebreaker sessions and get on my calendar and we'll just start to look at your situation and see what ways we can actually start to automate you paying yourself first whether it's your current self or your future self and we will we'll just get on it I think it'll be fun you guys thanks so much for tuning in have a great rest of your day bye-bye